Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Top Producing Zone podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Jin. And I'm your other host, Shane Carvalho. We've been asking during past episodes, hey, give us feedback for topics that you guys want to hear about. And you've answered the, the call. We had a listener that reached out to Shane and had asked for us to talk about, you know, what are some of the top habits that successful real estate agents do to help increase their production? And so we're going to talk about that today. And I want to enhance that topic a little bit by also talking about what are some great, what are some ways to break bad habits and also instill your, in yourself better habits to help your business? Obviously, there's so many ways to tackle this. And I just thought that, you know, maybe you and I could share kind of the things that work for us and what we've done. You know, clearly there's a lot of people out there with, you know, their own styles. And, um, you know, I think kicking it off, um, I I feel like, and I know this will come up a lot, but, you know, consistency, like I think almost everything we're going to talk about, you know, consistency is going to fall in. And, uh, you know, and I think that, you know, one of the first things that I would bring up is, you know, you have to, in order to be consistent, you got to at least be interested or like it. Right. So yep. like, you know, cause sometimes you hear like, oh yeah, this guy is knocking on doors and he's doing so well, or this person's calling expires and they're doing so well. It's like, you get all excited cause somebody else is excited. But at the end of the day, if it's not your speed, if it's not something you can get comfortable with, or maybe you just suck at something where you're better at something else. I mean, yeah. really, you you have to you have to like it, and then yeah. you have to commit to yep. doing it enough to having you know putting in the reps. Yep. And so, uh, what are your thoughts on that? No, I I absolutely agree, and I I think it all starts off with like I you know we talk about this in other episodes. I think you really have to know like what it is you're going after, like what motivates and drives you, like what are your long-term goals, right? But then on top of that, it really is a little bit of, or not a little bit, a lot of, you know, do you really understand like what drives you personally? And to your point, like, you know, I'm you, like, if your goal is to increase your real estate production, and I think most of ours are, right? We have certain like goals that we set for ourselves, but like, for example, me, I'm introverted. I'm not going to go door knock. <laughs> it's it's not me. Like I know it's not me. Like I don't like talking to strangers that much, and especially <laughs> like the thought of like knocking on doors just like gives me like the the, the shivers. So like that's not an avenue that I'm going to go pursue when it comes to thinking about how do I go after my goals, right? I'm going to have to figure out something else based on who I know that I am and what I bring to the table. And I mean, for you, like it, you probably have some, some, you probably would have a very different approach than I would because, you know, we all know you're much more extroverted than I am. Well, yeah, no, I'm more extroverted, but I don't like door knocking either. And I don't like cold calling. <laughs> like, I don't, I like to talk to people that want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to people that want to talk to me. Yeah. I don't get a door slammed in my face. <laughs> and, you know, but another thing along those lines, though, too, is that, you know, time, right? Because if we're talking about, you know, fundamentals on, you know, how to be, you know, more productive or what works for us. I mean, there's the consistency factor, but then there's like, I was talking to an agent today on a one-on-one -on -one, and I was talking about, you know, conversion rate and, you know, prospecting and, and then the time, right? So, you know, if you're doing something with a very low conversion rate, it's going to take a lot of time to get the result. 
And so what I was telling him was that, you know, I always work from the inside out, you know, and I, and I know I, people are probably tired of hearing me talk about sphere, sphere, sphere database, but it's like, you know, the people that I already, you know, that already know and trust me that I've done business with, you know, and, and people that they know that they refer me to, like, I mean, that's, that's where I live like 90% of the time. Like everything starts there, you know, I'll sprinkle in calling on maybe an expired or canceled here and there. That makes sense. Something I'm interested in, you know, I'll meet some people through open houses or, you know, just there'll be other ways. I'll get calls like sign calls or someone calls off the internet. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm always open to talk to people, but I want to talk to people that want to talk to me. Like I'm not someone that wants to force the issue. And so for me, like, you know, uh, making best use of my time is going to be where I know I'm going to get results. Um, I think like just to throw this out there before I pass it back to you is that, you know, I've had somebody tell me, oh, yeah, I don't care. I'll cold call. I'm going to just grab the phone book. You know, it's like all I want to say about that is that I could probably talk to 10, 15 people I know and probably get a lead. You know, someone who's interested in doing something in real estate. Um, if I had to go through a phone book, can you imagine like people that don't want to buy a house, people that are just renters, people that have horrible credit and always want to be renters, people that already own their house and are retired or not thinking about doing anything. I mean, it's like, do you realize how many people you need to go through just to even get to somebody who might even have something to buy or sell? And so that's where time becomes a huge problem. No, it it, it absolutely is. And I think when, when you talk about time, I, I think it goes back then to, it goes back to goals, right? And so if I were to like break this, here, here I am again, being an engineer. If I were to break this down in terms of how I would personally think about it, like for me, I would think about, okay, so what is really, what is my long-term motivation? And I think a lot of people, you know, who, who are working and who work hard, like the ultimate goal is some form of like, some, some form of like just financial freedom, right? It's not necessarily making a shit ton of money. It's, I want to have the freedom, the time freedom, the money freedom to be able to go and enjoy the things that I'm really passionate about, whether it's, you know, spending time with with family or, you know, exploring the world or whatever it might be. I think it's important to kind of ask yourself, you know, what are the things that I'm really passionate about that I'm going after? Um, and I know like, you know, you and I know a lot of successful people in our sphere. We're working our way towards that goal as well. And one common theme I see among a lot of these people is, you know, they have some sort of like very long-term vision for what they want to accomplish. And a lot of people like have vision boards. Like I'm kind of in the middle of like refreshing mine in terms of what I want. Right. And have something that you visually can look at in your room in front of you that reminds you of, okay, this is what's important for me. And this is ultimately what I'm working towards. Right. And then once you kind of have that vision, then really lay out for yourself, okay, so what do I need to do? Oh, like I, I would lay out then what are my long-term goals? Like my one year, my three year, my five year, my 10 year goals to try to accomplish that vision. And then within the one year, then I would get even more granular and start breaking it down into a more detailed level of, okay, so let's say my one year goal is I want to get, I want to do a hundred million dollars in real estate production. Okay. So what do I have to do in three months? What do I have to do in six months? What do I have to do in nine months? What do I have to do in a year to be able to accomplish that? And then to your point, then you get very tactical, right? Right. Like for three months, like I know, like if I want listings and I want production right away, I'm probably not going to be going and cold calling. I'm probably not going to be going and knocking on doors because the conversion rate for that 
is horrible, right? But to what your point is, what I'm, what am I going to do? I'm going to like freaking announce to everyone in my circle and my sphere that, Hey, I'm a real estate agent. I'm probably going to look into making some type of like newsletter. I'm probably going to be looking to join like local community clubs. Like you just got a listing because one of the agents on our deal, like she found clients at her rotary club. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like in the short term, I would be tapping into my personal sphere. Right. But then what about the six, nine, 12 months? Like, I don't want to lose sight of, of that. So for me, it's like, okay, I mean, I, for me, then it would be like, okay, then let me make sure that I'm still making the time to do the things I need to do on social media, which to me is like long-term free marketing. And that's getting my brand out there, knowing that I may not be setting myself for up for immediate success in like the, the three to six month time frame, but who knows who's out there watching. I'm building a following. I'm building my brand. That's going to benefit me like nine, 12, 15, 24 months down the road. Right. Well, that's one of the things you're doing, but you know, going back to what you're saying, it sounds like you're reverse engineering from your goals. And so, you know, obviously you're, because you have these big goals, you know, you obviously want to maximize your return on time. And so you're reverse engineering, you know, what you need to accomplish to, to match what's on your vision board and on your goals. And that's the thing is, you know, you could track everything to figure out how many calls or, you know, touches you need to, to get a transaction done. Um, and, uh, you know, once you figure that out, it's a lot easier, you know, to project if you can even meet those goals yep, or if exactly. you have to adjust them. And so um, we have obviously tools for that. I mean, the greatness tracker is something that, you know, I've I've not been consistent with, but I have it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, basically tracking, you know, everything you're doing. Um, I think that you really have to go deep on something that you get really good at, maybe even a second thing. And then you can sprinkle in some of the extra stuff, yeah. you know, like for me, it's pretty much all in on sphere database, my circles, and then sprinkle in some expired and canceled here and there. Um, you know, and then whatever I get from encounters, you know, with people out there, sign calls, open houses, whatever. But, um, you know, when people ask like about the social media and stuff, I mean, you could talk to agents that are just absolutely killing it in all these different things. Like we know people that kill it on expired and canceled. We know door knocking people. So it's like, it's not that it can't be done or done at a decent rate, but we're all on different journeys with different goals. So, you know, I mean, to get to the goals I want to, you know, achieve, like, I know I'm not going to do it door knocking and I'm definitely not going to do it cold going. Yep. Like just not going to happen. I mean, I would, it'd be 24 seven, 365 to even come close. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I think it's important that once you kind of have your baseline things that you do, then if you want to sprinkle in a little something extra and, you know, block out some time for that, you know, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to do this, this, and this, I'm going to put in my hour to two hours a day or whatever the amount of time is. But then, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to spend an hour doing this other thing, you know, but then as far as like what you're saying with your social media, or if it's someone that's doing YouTube or whatever, being consistent. Like, look at our podcast. Like, we've been very consistent with our podcast of getting it out every week. I yep. mean, I'm going to give you more credit than me for just making sure it's out every Thursday now. Is that correct? But Wednesday, uh, Thursday. But yeah, every out, out every week. Yeah. 
Um, no, I mean, it's, it, well, thank you for that. I mean, but I mean, you're, you're helping a lot in terms of just driving our audience and driving like the marketing. And so it's, it's absolutely, I think a partnership between us, oh, but totally. you're right. It's, 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 it's the power of kind of consistent action. Right. And I think sometimes, you know, the one thing I've realized through doing social media, through doing YouTube is, you know, and this and this is kind of where I feel like, you know, having that long term vision of really what you want to aspire to is important because with a lot with some of these long term strategic plays, you're not always going to see the return right away. Right. And sometimes it's just like, oh, man, like, why am I why am I still grinding away? Why am I still doing this? Why am I still doing this? Right. Because you don't you don't see that return. And but, you know, it's. It's if you if you know kind of long term what you're working towards, like that's actually one way to drive the daily habits because there is something positive that you're working towards. You may not see it right away, but there's at least a something to kind of jog the positive feelings inside your brain to to kind of associate with okay the the, the actions I'm taking today is leading me to that future like future goal. And uh, like I was mentioning to an agent today, is that. Um, you know, there's going to be times along that journey where you're not seeing the results, but you got to trust the process, trust the process, <laughs> trust the process. So yeah. like if you've already figured out your goals and you're already doing what you know you need to do to get there and you're tracking it, then even when you're not seeing the fruits of your labor, you know, you're going to get there because you've already figured it out. Yep. So just trust the process. Yep. And I and I also like what you said about just, you know, don't, ca I'm going to use a fishing reference, don't cast your net too far and too wide, right? <laughs> Focus, is that is that the right fishing expression? I'm not a fisher. Well, you know more well, than I Well, sometimes do. we talk about casting a wide net. Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, we're more targeted, right? So yeah. we're like hook and line, right? Yeah. It just, it depends on what we're fishing for. And, you know, like basically when we talk about casting the wide net, it's that you're going to, you know, catch a lot of different things. Right. And sometimes even the occasional like sea lion or, or shark or something, which you don't want to catch. But <laughs> no, um, you don't. But I'm just that's what I'm saying. So talk about cast the wide net. A lot of times it's for newer agents. Right. Building. But but go ahead. Carry on. Well, no. And I think and I think that's that's the point I want to hit at is like if you're kind of brand new to this or if you're really struggling to figure out like what your direction is cast a wide net, but be ready to learn from that quickly, figure out very quickly and reflect quickly on what exactly is working for you, what's not working for you, and narrow it down as much as you can, as quickly as you can. And then start focusing in on the things that one, you know, you find really a lot of enjoyment in that matches who your personality is, but also allows you to go after your goals. Um, because if you don't enjoy doing it, to your point at the beginning, you're not going to want to stick with it. Yeah. Well, the other thing too about that with a cast in the wide net, and I was talking to another agent a couple months ago who was very specific about who they thought they wanted to be in real estate. Well, I want to help buyers doing this. And I was like, you know what? Cast the wide net, you know, work on what comes in, get a taste, you know, get some experience. You may be surprised. You might not like what you think you're going to like, or you might not be good at what you think you're going to be good at, you know? Then when you find what you do like and what you're taking in stride and doing a good job with, then still be open to helping other clients, but target that. Mm -hmm. you know, then be super targeted. 
Yep. And that'll definitely get you on your way to your goals a lot faster if you can, you know, control more of what the result's going to be. And then, of course, it's part of controlling the controllables, right? right, right. Like, right. you know, there's obviously things you can't control, but if you're consistent in your actions on the things you can control, then you just have to keep that positive mindset and believe that it's all going to work out and you're going to get your result. Right. Right. And I think, you know, you've been asked this question before of like, you know, hey, what's the best system in terms of production? And I would say there is no best system for everyone. There's no one system fits all. No. Right. No. What I mean, we were talking with an agent earlier this week and, you know, you used a amazing dance uh, phrase. Oh, dance to the music with? played. Yeah. Yep. Yep. When I was early in college, you know, I, I worked in a mattress retail, <laughs> one of my <laughs> part time jobs in college. So, you know, it's interesting because I still remember to this day that sales training course. One of the things that always stuck with me is dance to the music played. Know your audience, know your client, you know, I mean, and on many levels, like what are their interests? You know, what do they do? Um, but then also personality, right? Like you talk about how you're introverted. I'm obviously very extroverted. You know, it's like, the approach, you know, like the approach, because sometimes it's like, you know, you're not understanding each other. You're speaking a certain way, you go in a certain direction and the client's like, huh? So yeah. it's, yeah, it's dancing to the music played in, in every way. Yep. Yep. So because you're not like a dancer. I, Is that why I am losing you on that? No, I, I, well, I am not a dancer, but you know, I had a wedding this past weekend where, you know, Anna and I closed down the dance floor. I was, I, I was actually very I, proud of myself. I knew that was going to come Anna, up. Anna was impressive. very proud of me too, but you know, Hey, um, you're definitely not an answer. <laughs> but well, but, and so, I mean, that just, you know, it's kind of a generalization, but, but that, you know, that reference to, you know, dancing, but that's, yeah. But, um, but it makes, it makes sense. I mean, cause I grew up playing violin. It's like, if I'm like, if I'm like, and I just think about it, like if I'm listening to music and I'm listening to classical music, I, if I try to dance, I'm not going to be dancing to class. I'm not going to be dancing hip hop, right. To classical music. It just doesn't make sense and it doesn't right. work. Right. And it's the same idea when you go to real estate and we were talking about this with this, with our, with our agent the other day is like, you know, you're in kind of a more local, small, tight knit community over kind of in the Santa Cruz Aptos area. I'm in kind of the the big Silicon Valley like tech scene Bay Area where people are on social media. Like the things that I might do to market myself are not necessarily going to have the same effect down over in the Aptos Santa Cruz area, <laughs> right? And so it's a matter of you know not just understanding like what works for you, but also like. Who is your demographic? What is your environment? What's your neighborhood like? Who are the people you're really targeting? Understand your market, right? Totally. Well, yeah, and and how to basically how to connect with your market, mm -hmm. you know. And yep. we, you know, we talked about that, like, you know, just the demographics, you know, like, are you dealing with elderly people that maybe are not on social media? Yep. Maybe they're reading the local paper. Maybe they like yep. to receive something in the mail. Yep. Maybe they still have a landline. You know, maybe like they have a nice conversation. Like, you know, just be sure that you're, you know, if you're going to targeting a certain kind of business or certain properties or something specific that you want to do, just make sure you know your audience. So yep. that's definitely another facet of dancing to the music played for sure. Yep.
exactly. Um, so, I mean, let's, we, we've talked a little bit about kind of just how to, how to lock in your goals and, and start doing the things that you need to do. Um, I mean, let's talk a little tactically about, you know, like when it comes to habits, we all have good habits. We all have bad habits. <laughs> you know, what are some things that have worked for you in terms of like overcoming your bad habits and then developing good habits? <laughs> well, I think some of those are still under construction. Oh, that's fine. Um, that's fine. I mean, we're, none of us are perfect, right? We're, we're always going to face this, but like, what are some things that have worked for you? I think that, so just like when I talk to people about like prospecting and strategy and everything, I always talk about how there's stuff that I've come up with that I've kind of created. <clears throat> and then all the different coaches and gurus or, you know, just ideas, even from colleagues, right? Like I've taken a little bit of different things to put together what works for me. Um, you know, I think that one thing that's hard for me specifically is staying focused and being efficient. Um, you know, I set up time blocks. I don't always honor the time blocks, you know, believe it or not. Being successful, being an icon agent, like none of us are perfect. You know, there's yeah. there's more to be done. So um, I think for me, it's um, I think it can be overwhelming when there's too many tasks to do. Yeah. So lately I've started targeting, you know, in fact, our buddy Louie actually with his time management kind of just a light bulb went off when he, you know, he's like, dude, I just put down five tasks I want to accomplish. I knocked those out. So I think that something that's broken that overwhelm habit. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still have my overwhelm moments, but now when I think about that strategy, you know, I pick basically five really important things I need to knock out today. And I just focus on getting through that. Um, and then when I'm in a blocked period to do a certain activity, I eliminate distractions. You know, I silence the phones and notifications, you know, nobody's going to die for 30, 45 minutes. Yep. And I, you know, try to get after what I need to get done. Um, or, you know, I mean, I know earlier you said this about something else, but like, you know, I force myself to complete certain things before I can do something else. Be like, okay, I'm not leaving this computer or I'm not getting off this page or I'm not, you know, getting off this email draft until I'm done. Yep. Then I go on to the next thing. But I mean, it's easier said than done. It, it has helped me and I've improved a lot. But I mean, a lot of us bring our own issues to the table. Like I have a hard time being super focused. And, you know, I mean, the thing is, you can't really knock yourself for it because obviously that personality, that energy is what also brings you success and why people, you know, really connect with you. So it's kind of like you can't you got to kind of take the good with the bad. Right. So it's like they say, like, you know, top salespeople are not good managers, right? It's tough to be good at sales and be, you know, typically top salespeople fly by the seat of their pants. You know, they're not going to be those organized engineers on the back end. You know what I mean? Like you're superhuman if you can be an engineer and this just off the charts salesperson. That's yeah. like superhuman. I'm not saying it can't happen, but that's like taking two very opposite ends of the spectrum, right? So, so yeah, I mean, I guess knowing your personality and trying to manage like the good habits you have, trying to be better, the bad habits you have, trying to take small steps to get better, not overnight, because that's overwhelming to be like, no, I got to completely change this. It's overwhelming. It's this is, and I've talked to you about this before with my personality. It's like go big or go home. 
you always want instant gratification. That's why I've mentioned books before that have changed my life. You know, like chop wood, carry water, you know, pound the stone, the compound effect. I mean, there's just a few of those books that it's like, you know, piece at a time, you know, just a little bit of progress each day. Um, that made a huge difference for someone with my personality. So, you know, obviously your challenges and your, it's different for you, you know, no, it, it is. And it's funny when you describe the, the engineer plus the salesman, I'm like, I, I guess that's why, you know, you and I make a, a wonderful business partnership because, you know, I, I think people that have listened to this podcast long enough and by now should know who's the uh, salesman and who's the organized engineer <laughs> and neither of us are as great on the other side of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I, I think that it can happen, but I think that it's important to this whole collaboration of talents is a lot more effective, right? Like you, you could do more, you know, there's more power in two than there is in one, you know, I mean, I think that's why this whole team effort this whole collaboration works so well right because then you basically like if you look at everybody in our team they all have different strengths and it you know it makes you like that's how you become superhuman you know like superman or get the all-star team is you take people that shine to different things and then you all work together thanks for joining us for today's episode now if you're watching on youtube or streaming this on your podcast platform if you could do us a favor leave a comment down below and let us know where you're listening or watching the show from today. It greatly helps with the algorithm and helps us get reach out to more people who need or want to hear what we have to say. We greatly appreciate it. And now back to the show. Well, and I, I want to hit on a couple of things just that you you talked about just in a little bit more detail. Like you, I mean, shout out again to, to our buddy, Louis Galt. Um, he kind of came and talked to our like real estate team about time management. But I mean, it's it's actually incredibly great advice that he talked about. Like, number one is, you know, you only have so much time in a day. Don't overwhelm yourself by doing trying to do everything on your to do list. Prioritize your top five, get those done, feel good about it. And then, you know, and then, you know, let everything else wait until the next day. And he kind of talked to us about, well, how do you how do you kind of get to that point? Right. And you get to that point really by like it's it's taking an inventory of what your current state looks like. What are you doing today? Like, you know, like just as an example, like everything we did today, everything I did today, write it down, including like, you know, how long it took me to, to, to drive somewhere, to drive to a client site, right? How much time did I spend in front of my computer uh, reading the news? How much time did I spend watching TV? Literally for any given day, write out all the tasks that you've done and then rank stack them, right? A according to like how urgent it is in terms of, you know, the, 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 the priority and also how important it is to meeting your goals. Right. And then you can actually like, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to explain, but you can imagine kind of a two, like a, like a four quadrant graph. Right. And as you're prioritizing these tasks that you're doing on in, in those four quadrants, you have urgency and you have importance. Right. And you can kind of see, start seeing like, okay, what are the things that I'm doing that are high in urgency, but also high in importance. And those are the, probably the things that you want to prioritize doing right away, right? Now, there might be other things that you do that might be super important, but not as urgent. Well, great. Like those are probably like, you know, the long-term 
strategic items that you should keep an eye on, but you don't necessarily have to get them done like right now here today, maybe within the course of a week. And to make it more real, like I would say, if you're talking about real estate production, right? Um, hitting my personal sphere, urgent and important, it's going to lead to listings, you know, probably sooner than anything else I do. So let me do that today. Make sure I follow up with at least five clients, right? But doing a community tour or a house tour, it's important to my business, but it may not bring me anything urgently in the next like week or two. So let me try to get to that within like the next you know couple of weeks and or like the month to make sure I'm still doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And there are tasks that are probably urgent, but not necessarily super important to you. Like maybe you have to go to the grocery store and buy, buy, buy groceries or something. It's not like, I mean, you have to do it at some point, but you know, maybe that's something that's not worth your time necessarily. So delegate it to somebody or, you know, nowadays you have DoorDash, you have uh, Instacart. Uh, is who, Instacart. Who, exactly. You that's know? who it's, that's who grocery shopping is delegated. Oh yeah. Instacart. Exactly. Yeah. So like leverage these services to get those tasks done, but you know, aren't necessarily like worth your time because you have more important things to focus on. Right. And then there's, you know, the category or why I would, uh, you know, lump in my occasional Netflix binges that I do, which are, you know, the not urgent and not very important to my business, you know, <laughs> and those you are probably figured that out. I, yeah. You know, you know, I, it, it took me a while, but I finally figured it out. Uh, but you know, those are probably the things, you know, Hey, it's relaxing, but maybe I can cut back on. You know, mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's, it's actually quite a, it's quite a, it's not a new approach to anything, right? But it's something that not a lot of people think about and not, not a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And if you just take the time to do that exercise, you'll be surprised, I think, like how many things you maybe thought you had to do right away, you actually don't have to do right away, or you can delegate. And I think that's actually a great way to kind of help you prioritize that. Yeah, I I totally um I agree with you. I mean, I I've even been guilty of binging a little Netflix here and there. <laughs> um but I think that uh you know, for me like going back to what your strengths and weaknesses are, you know, like sometimes cuz of focus or if you have a lot on your mind. Obviously the last year, I mean, you and I are close. I mean, you know, it's been there's been some <laughs> kind of some rough things that have happened the last year. And it's like, I mean, I think for me, sometimes you get caught up in those moments um, where maybe you were checking on one of your ads on social media. Then all of a sudden you catch yourself just distracted, just scrolling through stuff, going down the rabbit hole, or you're checking on YouTube, one of your posts. And then all of a sudden you're going down the YouTube, like, you know, just rabbit hole. And then, yeah. I just so it's I think um having awareness of you know when it's time to work and you have your tasks um I think that instead of this cuz for me I feel like I distract myself if I feel a little overwhelmed or just have too much going on um I think that you know one thing you mentioned earlier that I and I got to remember this even with our podcast when we had Mike on um you got to remember your why and like your why should pull your head out of your ass instead of being distracted. And I think that I got to do a better job with that even now, because I find myself getting distracted at times. And, um, you know, that's just, it's not good for, it's not good for business. It's not good for me, my time, you know, then it takes you more time to get things done. You have less time to yourself, less time to unwind. Maybe you're not getting as many workouts, you know, cause like you work out in the morning, but sometimes like, 
heck, if you can get an hour to go hit some balls or go jump in the sauna, like, I mean, or maybe you want to go for a walk to the beach or spend more time with family or, you know, your girlfriend or whatever. It's like, um, you know, just remember your why and then don't get sucked into wasting time. Yep. Like just, just give yourself some grace. I mean, maybe sometimes you need to get up for five minutes and just go for a quick walk, you know, just regain your focus. Um, I think that's a bad habit that I fall into sometimes is I get distracted and, and, uh, you know, I mean, you mentioned Netflix and that's what reminded me that, you know, during the day it's not Netflix, but it could be social media. It could be YouTube. Yeah. Heck, even the news stuff that pops on, I don't really watch much of news or anything, but you know, like now it's football season, my favorite time of year. I'll get a new notification from ESPN, you know, about fantasy football or something, you know, it's like, yeah. then I go down that rabbit hole, right? It's like, yeah, here was a notification about this guy. Then yeah. all of a sudden you're getting excited about your lineup for next weekend. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm playing my brother this weekend. <laughs> Let me make sure I got my waiver wire set, you know? So yeah. 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 I'm, yeah, those are, I, I gotta be better about that. And I don't know, maybe I'm one of the few that's, you know, like a little kid still like easily gets distracted. You know, you're probably a lot more focused than I am. Cause I feel like you're a lot more efficient, but then you're probably deficient in other areas, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that comment could be interpreted in so many different ways that we won't get into. <laughs> oh no. I just, I'm just saying like, I mean, you're not going to sit here and say you're perfect, right? No, I mean, absolutely not. But what absolutely I'm saying not. though, is like, I feel like where I really struggle, I think a lot of it has to do with like my personality type and being an extrovert and what I do. So I feel like, you know, I feel like your struggles with your personality and who you are, are going to show up in a different way. And so then you got to figure out how to remedy that so that you can continue to be the most productive and you can remember, you know, what your why is or what keeps you working in the right direction. Cause yeah. even though like we love what we do, we can have moments where we lose focus or, or moments where just, the greater impact of major life events can kind of derail you a little bit, you know? No, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I think for me, like I, and this is kind of what I brought up is one thing I struggle with is sometimes like, which is why I'm making it a point of trying to like really revamp like, and, and like be consistent with like my vision boarding and just having that physical reminder in front of me, because I think sometimes for me, and maybe this is the engineering me, I get really bogged down into the details, right? I get bogged down into the, <laughs> imagine that. I know. Right. I get bogged down in, I, I think in the, in the immediate like thing that I'm working on. And sometimes if I don't see a return right away, like it, it's, it's frustrating for me. And so I think sometimes I have to like, I have to remind myself and I, I suck at this, but I sometimes have to like catch myself or I'll vent to you or I'll vent to somebody else and I feel better about it. But then like, it also like, I think venting or like taking a pause helps me to take a step back and think about, okay, like really what's important to me. And what am I working towards and reminding myself that like, I'm not going to see, you know, like with social media, I'm not going to see like the immediate return right away, but I'm building towards something. Um, but don't, just, don't you feel like for you too, it's like trying to make it too perfect. Like, yeah, I, 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 I feel it, like absolutely. you're getting better about like just letting it go now, but I feel like with your personality, it's gotta be perfect. Oh, absolutely. And we've talked about this. Like I, that's, this is why it took me freaking three years to get in front of the camera, even though I have an amazing like studio setup and everything is because I'm just like, I literally, I, sh I wish I had recorded this, but it was one of those things where it's like, I try to do literally one freaking video and that's probably less than like 10 minutes. And I'm just stuck because I'm like, I don't like what I just said. 
I have to record the whole thing over again. And I just have to keep doing over, over and over until I finally get a right. And before I know it, like the whole day's over and I haven't gotten it right. And I get frustrated and I'm like, shit, I'll come back to this. And that's mm -hmm. been like a, that's just been a major like mental hurdle that I've had to overcome is just being okay, not being perfect with a lot of this stuff and just getting, getting it done is better than not doing it at all. I, so I'm a perfectionist, but I think that, you know, I'm a perfectionist as well, but I think that, you know, obviously that's what held me back with video and everything. Look at all the years I've been in the business. Like, and, and I know that for that, but it's interesting because where my perfectionism helps is in details, right? Like in selling homes and how we're presenting homes in how we're marketing homes and like just like spelling and grammar and just like presentation like yeah i can be a little over the top there but but it you know it shows like our level that we're at and what we put out and shows that we care you know and it's so it's like i think in some areas it's good to be like that but where you and i both struggle is with like on this video or this post yeah. or you yeah. know yeah. I mean, surprisingly enough, like the podcasts have been the easiest thing we do. Like they're not really even edited. Like, cause we just roll. Like, I mean, yeah. we just roll. Like I, it's always one take. There's no going back. You know, it's, we've, we've found like what works for us, you know, cause you remember those days when you were even trying to help me hold a stupid phone in front of me, trying to record something. Or, <laughs> God, that was painful. Holy <laughs> shit, man. You're like, three hours to try to get like a 40 second clip for God's sakes. Yeah. You know, so it's, um, I think that, you know, to, to remedy what we need perfection, I think that we've been learning ways, um, to be effective. And, um, I think a lot of it's trial and error. And, um, I think we're going to continue to have trial and error just like in everything else. You know, I've been, been here now with, you know, under this brokerage for, you know, three, you know, a little over three years. And, um, you know, it's interesting because we've tried, you know, doing different things and, you know, how we structure a production team, not a production team, mentor, yeah. you know, or agent growth, or we, you know, focusing on luxury. Like, it's just kind of trying to find that stride, you know, trying to find that balance. And, um, you know, there's a lot of trial and error. I mean, at the end of the day, like, obviously, we're we're good at the real estate. We're good at what we do. But then, you know, wanting, wanting to kind of level up and trying to find the best way to level up while keeping a balance, right? Because it's like yeah. you can't be the master of all, right? Because it's like, you know, they talk about jack of all trades, master of none. Like we, we really are trying to be masters and wanting to expand being masters. But, um, you know, it's it just keeping it more focused, but allowing, taking the risk to try and fail to, to get to a point where we have our chosen path. And um, I think we just need to keep doing that. Obviously we finally had a breakthrough in, in, you know, how we connect with audience, right? Like obviously the podcast has been incredible, you know, and, you know, dial back a year and it's, we're struggling like, okay, well we need to get out there. We need to engage. We need to connect. We just couldn't figure it out. Now we did. Right. So, I feel like these other pieces that we want to add to the puzzle, I think that they're going to come in. We're going to, they're going to gel as well because we're willing to take the risk and we're willing to try it out. And if we fail, we, you know, find a different way. And so yeah. um, I'm just glad that we're relentless in our pursuit of perfection 
Um, it's never going to be true perfection, but you know, pretty damn good. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, and I think it just it highlights it, it highlights how important it is just to get started, to just take one step at a time, because you know, you take one step, it's a lot easier to build momentum taking that next step. Yeah. Versus, you know, trying to build momentum from a standstill, right? And you know, it's like you know, we talk about you. You mentioned like uh, you know one of the books that you've recommended in the past, like. I think a great book for potentially looking at how to build better habits is, I mean, you and I both know the book it's, it's atomic habits by James clear. Um, and a couple of things that he kind of mentions in the book that I find, you know, that I found really helpful is, you know, he was talking about how our habits formed. Right. And he kind of talks about the four things that it takes to form a habit. He talks about, you know, habits is formed when you have a cue, like give yourself an easy trigger that's going to force you to act. Like for us, as an example, like doing this podcast, like we have time set aside like twice a week on our calendars. We're not moving it. It forces us. It's it's a visual trigger for us to say, hey, we're taking this time to do the podcast, right? Um, if you want to learn like an instrument, like don't hide your instrument in the closet. That's the example he used in the book, right? Put your guitar somewhere in the middle of the room that you're going to trip over or you're going to see anytime you come down as a visual reminder that, hey, I have a goal to learn the guitar. And that's kind of the first step, right? Then he talks about like, okay, you have to, to form a right habit. You have to have a craving, a desire that you want to achieve. And we've talked about this in this podcast episode. Like, what are the, what's your end goal? What are your vision? What's important to you? What are you trying to accomplish by performing this habit, right? And then he talks about then the end results of having some type of response. The, so the action of doing the habit, what kind of response does it elicit in you? And usually it's, you know, for you and I, as we're doing this podcast, or if we get, for me, like, or both of us, if we get a workout done, we feel really good, right? Mm -hmm. <clears> it's <throat> a positive response. And it's a, and then the final part of it is the reward. It's that positive feeling after having completed the action. Or for us in this podcast, like you've shared in past episodes, like we don't know who's watching, but we know people are watching and listening. And on the occasion, like, you know, we get that positive feedback from, you know, from, from people that have been listening, like, Hey, you know, like it's so inspiring. Like you've told, you've shared on this. It's like people have approached you and said, Hey, it's so inspiring. Like what you've shared when in terms of your battle with cancer, everything that you've had to overcome. Right. Um, and just, you know, being, getting that, not that we like feed off of that, but it's always nice to kind of sometimes be reminded that, Hey, you know, like this is having a positive impact on somebody out there. We just don't know who, and right. that positive reinforcement mechanism drives you know, that the habit that you're trying to build home. Well, and I'm glad you shared that too, because I mean, that's obviously, you know, good book. There's some good strategies. What was interesting is that, you know, a fellow agent that knows my business structure recommended the pumpkin plan. Hmm. And so I read that and that, you know, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Even though I was reading out last year, finally yeah. putting it in action. And um, I mean, I know that you haven't dug in, so we could always recap that. But, you know, essentially building to your strengths, you know, nurturing, you know, having the clients and, and the people in your organization that you connect with, that you can grow with. That's really good. Yeah. Weeding out the toxic, weeding out the bad, like just really playing to your strengths mm -hmm. and building to your strengths and weeding out everything that doesn't serve you and people that don't serve you. You know, yeah. that was I mean, I'm sure that someone else might get something a little different from it, right? Because we all come from a different place when mm -hmm. we read a lot of these books. I mean, they'll speak to you different, differently, but um, 
when you have a chance, you have to read that, and then maybe we can I do. Yeah, come right. on and, and recap that. But you'll laugh when you read it because you'll be like, holy shit, that's Shane. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I wish I had the book like three years ago, right? So, but, but um, I mean, just even just even how you described it just now, like it makes a lot of sense because I feel like, especially in this day and age, just, just there's so many things that just that pull at us, right? That pull at our attention. We always talk about shiny objects. Yeah. And there's always something that's shiny. That's going to be like, that's going to elicit that. Like, Ooh, I want a right away reaction. Right. With the shiny, like like, in the short term gratification. Right. Right. But it's like, I I mean, you look at the most successful people and nobody, I mean, I would say a common theme with them is no one, no one gravitated towards that shiny object. They put in the blood, sweat and tears. You just don't see it. You see where they are now, but you didn't see what they had to go through. Um, and yeah. I think part of part of what we want to highlight with this podcast is to give is to pull back that veil, whether it's with our own business and our own like development or with some of the top producing people in their industries out there. Because you'll notice once you start pulling back the curtain, a lot of these common themes, very focused, know like they have the right habits that they developed over time. They know what they're going after. They know what they're working after. Right. And they're just they've they've put in the blood sweat and tears to be able to get there no it's it's true and i mean honestly like it it's you know i guess it can be daunting sometimes it can be frustrating it can be a you know a journey where you want to quit some people do quit for a minute or you question yourself and um it takes a lot of mental strength and that's why the goals are important and especially the why yep and then you just gotta be like relentless. Yep. You yep. got to be like for one year, because every year I kind of come up with a quote for the year and one year, and I don't remember the exact quote now, it's been a while, but it was, it had the word savage in it, you know, okay. like had to be like a savage, but I mean, like there's, there's a lot of, you know, I mean, rigorous, savage. I mean, there's a lot of different adjectives you can use, but it, it takes, you know, anybody can get there, but the thing is, is that very few people are willing to put in the kind of commitment and the kind of effort it takes. And I mean, I don't know, just the struggles and what I've gone through and where I've gotten in life, it's, you know, you look back and it's always been so worth it. Um, You know, it's funny because, you know, here's a bad analogy, like, I hate roller coasters for the most part. <laughs> hey, me too. And I've right. gone on some that, you know, like I really didn't want to go, but I got pushed to go. And then when I actually went, when I got off, you know, my heart was still racing and I was probably, I don't know, fucking half delusional. But dude, I get off and I'm like, holy shit, that was fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> so weird, right? So yeah. I kind of feel like at times, and like I said, it's probably a bad analogy. But I kind of feel like at times, you know, especially when you're not seeing the results, right? There's, there's, especially in our business, because a lot of things take three, four, five, six months, sometimes over a year to bear fruit, right? Some of the things we're doing. And, um, you know, you just, you have to remember, aside from your why, what it's like when you get there. And that could be some additional inspiration. Yeah. And I think that, um, sometimes you'll be surprised. And for me, like, you know, getting off some of these rides, I was like, holy shit. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I know we got to wrap up, but um, I just wanted to share that. 
<laughs> no, I mean, it, 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 it's, it is, it, 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 no, I appreciate you for sharing that because it is sometimes it's like you, you, you get, you do something and you go into it thinking, Oh, I don't know about this, but then you come out of it like, Oh, <laughs> how great was that? <laughs> totally dude. Like yeah. seriously, like I can't believe that hit me when I was saying that. That's so perfect. Yeah. It's funny when you said that, it reminded me of when I went skydiving, but that's a story for another day because oh, I have geez. a fear of heights. But then, you know, after I came out of that, I was like, shit, when's the next plane? Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. You, your uh, yeah, the intelligence meter just dropped on you, man. Jumping <laughs> well, out of a good plane. Jeez. Well, it's interesting because I, you know, I, I, I really, I'll, I'll wrap up my like my end with this. Like, I really appreciate kind of what you're saying about you know you kind of go into a year with a quote like, um, and that actually just got me thinking. Like, I don't like I, I guess I didn't have a quote this year, but if I were to like reflect back on this year and kind of my approach and how I've come along in my development, um, I was looking up the word just to make sure like it's actually grammatically correct. But I would say actually for me, my theme for this year has been, if I, if I were to think of a quote for myself, it would be, I am being unabashedly myself. That's so fitting because I've known you for a while and uh, yeah, you, you found yourself and you have a personality and you can actually talk in front of the camera. A robotic engineer. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's impressive. I, uh, yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Um, but no, I, I appreciate you because I, I think I appreciate you for like reflecting on that because actually it, it caused me to kind of think about it a little bit too. And I was like, I guess that would be my theme for this year. It could be your fight song. It could be your mission yeah. statement. It could yeah. be your like, yeah. I mean, I think that it's important to to have something along those lines. But uh, yeah, I guess, well, to recap, you know, I mean, we actually <laughs> went quite elaborate on this topic. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think that just, you know, looking back on this episode, you know, obviously, you know, everybody's going to have a different approach. Um, you know, consistency, that's something that you really have to be consistent, you know, time management, return on investment of time. Yep. Passion, commitment. Yep. Being relentless. Yep. I mean, that's, I'm going to leave it at that. I mean, that's everything we talked about. I mean, these are kind of the keywords, at least on my side. What what did you gather? Well, I think it's, it's, it's very similar. I think it's, you know, understand, you know, what it is you're going after, what's important to you, right? Lay out the steps for how you want to get there. Right. And then, you know, be laser focused on, on the things that you have to do to get there and do, do the work that you need to, to figure out what's important and what's not. Um, and prioritize accordingly. And there's plenty of books. There's plenty of resources out there, right? It's not a one size fits all for anyone, but, you know, figure out where your strengths are, how you best do what you need to do and just go after it. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Well, it's been good. This, this has been a fun one and I appreciate, you know, our listener who, who brought this topic up because, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoy talking about this and, you know, I hope that's encouragement for others that are out there listening. If there's something you kind of find yourself thinking about and you want to kind of hear more about it, just reach out and let us know. Yeah. Shout out to JJ. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a wrap. <laughs> yep. See you and next we'll, time. Yep. We will catch you on the next episode of the Top Producing Zone podcast. <laughs>